Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the new show. This is Nerdy AF, and I am Finch. I'm Kayla. And here we're talking about all things nerdy and fun. And our guest on their, this very first episode is Arnett Figueroa. Arnett's a really cool cosplayer who recently got into the community within the last few years. And she started really having an interest growing up with her family and her friends. And so she developed a really nerdy side from very early on and is now bringing that to the public light. Not only is she really nerdy, but she's also really into fitness. So not only can she bring in the fun sides, but she can also bring in the strong sides. And we really love to see that when it comes to women in cosplay. Mm-hmm. And she has done some absolutely amazing cosplay. I highly recend uh, ch- following her on Instagram. And throughout the course of this episode, we talked about some fun stuff, her origins as a nerd, um, her getting into cosplay, uh, being raised by a family of nerds, and of course, also her bodybuilding background. Yes. And with the the podcast, we talked about some really fun um, avenues that we explored, such as trying to pee in a cosplay, uh, the proper types of footwear, and also Papa John's. Yes, Papa John's played a huge role in this episode, and I would not have called that ahead of time. But ladies and gentlemen, we're excited to be here. We're happy you're here. So let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Nerdy AF. I am James Finch. I'm Kayla. And we're excited to have you here. The whole notion of us launching this podcast is to be able to get into the things that we love. That's why it's called Nerdy AF. We're looking forward to talking to cosplayers. We're looking forward to talking to 3D builders. We're listening to talk to anybody who's within this greater umbrella that we call nerddom. And also one of the things we love to do is attending Comic-Cons, and we love talking about that as well. And to talk a little bit more about that, we have a lot on the horizon. So with the entry of Nerdy AF, we really want to make our presence known out there. So with that, we have decided to commit to a couple Comic-Cons ahead of time. So we will be doing Dragon Con in Atlanta, which is September 3rd through the 5th. Yep. And then uh, we are also going to be doing New York City Comic Con, which we recently committed to, which is in October. We're also going to be doing WonderCon for sure, which is in March. And we have C2E2 on the horizon there, Um, potentially the Kansas City Comic Con, which we might independently do. Not sure um, when it comes to all of our options, as well as I'm missing one. Am I not? I I think for right now, that's what we got. You talked about Orlando as well. Yes. But we, we haven't locked anything down. Right. Yeah. There, there's a lot. Um, unfortunately, a lot of Comic Cons are back to back or literally on the same weekend. So we're trying to figure out where our priorities lie with that. But mm-hmm. to kind of put it into a little bit more detail is that we are going to these cons with the intent to capture as much as we can. We want to fill up our SD cards when it comes to content of either interviewing other cosplayers or people who are building craftsmen, all that good stuff, um, or even just some, you know, personalities that we might see on TikTok, Instagram, all that, all the, all the fun people. Um, and get an opportunity to learn more about it and share that content with you. So moving forward, we'd really like if you guys can stay engaged with us and give us the insight or input that you would want to be seeing moving forward, either if that's someone that you know that's going to be at one of those Comic-Cons, if you're going to be at that Comic-Con, or things that you are looking forward to that you wish you could have seen, and we can try to make it happen, at least filming some things that we're either allowed to film or that we can actually be a part of. 
Mm-hmm. And there's no shortage of ways to get a hold of us. By all means, you can go to our Instagram. You can get a hold of us by email, by direct message. Uh, we have a Discord that we would love for you to join called Nerd Space, where we also have channels to talk about all these great things. You can con- We're both admins on there. You can contact us through there. And we're really excited to get out to the cons and get to meet a lot of people and get to interact and mingle and then also bring a lot of that content um, that we see and we experience to you, whether it's through live streams, through YouTube videos, through Instagram stories. We just want to get immersed in this world and bring it all to you. Yes. So thank you guys for taking a chance on us and trying to be here to listen. Please drop us a follow on any kind of platform that you feel comfortable on. But we are hopefully going to be, you know, staying in tune with you guys. Either that, if that's just listening to us while you're working out, you know, driving your car or just hanging out at home, playing some games. Uh, hopefully we can really make this an interactive community for you guys and you guys can get the most that you want out of it Mm -hmm, for sure and as we move on into this first episode of the podcast our guest was our net figueroa who was just an absolute delight to have on the show she's such an awesome person she's so much fun to talk to and if we were going to launch this thing i am absolutely thrilled to death that she was the first guest we had on I agree. I learned a lot of great things from her when it comes to just, you know, some of the things that you can help with, you know, footwear, if you are trying to be taller or in kind of heels, you know, uh, that's something that's maybe not so much talked about. We we talked about some fun things like trying to pee at Comic-Con. Uh, what happens if your handler can't come in the bathroom? <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Um, and so it's, it's really fun things that we got to talk about and kind of seeing her journey progressing throughout time. And the things that she's looking forward to doing moving forward. And she has some big plans that we will we will be sharing with you guys um, right after this that you can really, you know, learn a little bit more about her and drop her a follow as well. She was so friendly and so kind and a great person to have on the show. Mm-hmm. And as excited I was for this podcast to start, I am more than excited now that we have actually officially recorded the first episode. I did not realize ahead of time how much urination and Papa John's would come into a conversation <laughs> about cosplay. But for that, you're just going to have to listen and find out exactly how we got from point A to point Z because it was a wild ride. It was. So stay tuned and hold on and let's get nerdy AF. Okay, so we are here. Um, Arnett is here. Arnett, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. I have to, as, as so much of this podcast centers around cosplay, I have to ask, um, what got you into cosplay and wanting to do cosplay? So as a little kid, I really, really enjoyed uh, dress up. And as I got older, you know, Halloween would come around. My parents would always dress me up like as Queen Amidala. Like my mom would do like the makeup and everything. Um, and then just every Halloween, I would always go all out. Like more than my friends are like, you just do like months in advance. And I'm like, yeah, so. <laughs> and they're like, you do these like obscure characters that no one really understands. I'm like, yeah, but that's the reason why I want to do it. So they can expose these characters and like get people to know and like ask about it. So it always got me like excited. And I love doing like my hair and makeup to look exactly like the character. And I like to like act like the character in the moment. Like when I'm out with people, it just makes it more enjoyable for the mm. fandom. For sure. Where's um where's the nerd origins? Like for you, where'd that, where'd that begin? Um, I would say my father. So I'm like the son he never had, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, as a young kid, like my sister and I would go with him to like comic book stores and like bookstores, stay there for hours to just like read. And I will just like explore on my own and like pick up random stuff and just read. And then like, I remember we would go like every other weekend and 
he would um get spawn collectibles and over time like i like ended up getting all the action figures i have them like right here right now and i also have like unique um they probably sell for a lot now like these spawn baseball cards that we turn into posters yes mm -hmm. so yeah. i have like two in my bedroom and then the rest is all in my dad's in vegas Oh, wow. So you got all the old school McFarlane toys up there? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love I love the story. I haven't really read it in a in a few years, but he's coming out with like a huge universe, which is like super sick. Mm -hmm. But I really love the artwork. He like really set it off for other um, comic artists. Yeah, for sure. And I, I read I started reading Spawn when it first came out. And I think I have to issue 50. I kind of trailed off. Mm -hmm. um, but I was just at C2E2 in Chicago and got like the spawn compendium volume one which is like the first like 100 issues and i'm mm -hmm. waiting to dig deep into that and then nobody will see me for like three yes. days till i get through it all <laughs> yes dude and i love the components it's just like all in one you don't have to like do it by issue issue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that gets really fresh especially when you got them bagged and boarded you know and you're trying to dig them out and you're trying to like not mess it up and keep it all nice mm -hmm. in the box and yeah <laughs> no it's beautiful beautiful artwork and i just i cannot wait until he actually like gets his movie out because he's always been like talking rumors about having it out and like he has the actors all set up but he always like delays it so we'll see if it actually like pulls through mm -hmm. did you see the original version the, the one oh, yeah. that came out john Leguizamo? on the dvd yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little cheesy but i like it and i they have like the animated series i think on HBO as well. Yes. Yes. You know, I tell people the movie wasn't bad. Had the special effects been what they are today, the movie would have been amazing. You right. know, the time they were doing with what they could with what they had. Storyline-wise, I thought it held up really well, like in terms mm -hmm. of source material and whatnot. But that's right. cool. Found another Spawn fan. Exciting. Yes, I love Spawn. It's super, <laughs> super dark. I even have like the violator as like my old nightlight when I was a kid. It's like, oh. somewhere around there. I have to fix it. It's like broken because I used to play with it so much. But <laughs> how did you not have nightmares as a kid? Like honestly, it helped me go to sleep. I like I would like have tea parties with him as a I was a weird kid. <laughs> I would like set up my vintage Barbie set and I'm like, yes, we're all gonna have a tea tea party together. <laughs> I that have to is... dig out that picture. Like it's somewhere on my Facebook, like in the archives or something. Yes, that is got... yeah, I guess that would that wouldn't be a bad thing because if you had that as your nightlight, that would help you go to sleep because no nightmare is gonna be worse than what's already sitting <laughs> sitting next to you on the nightstand. So <laughs> Arnett, I had a question for you. So it sounds yeah. like you pretty much developed your nerd card from like your parents. So what do you feel like um, with your connection with them now? Do they know anything about what you're doing with cosplay and are like, are they a fan of it? Good question. So yeah, my parents are actually super supportive. Like before they didn't really understand like why I would go to shoots and stuff. Like now I found like my niche because before I was like doing modeling for like editorial for, um, you know, trying to get more representation of like Asian American women and then me being petite but then I was like I want to dig deeper I want to do characters bring them to life whether it's in fitness or through conventions and through my love of like modeling and setting up shoots with people that I like collaborating with that's pretty awesome and so do you feel like when it comes to you know, I know that you're pretty big into bodybuilding and the fitness industry do you feel like that led into cosplaying or do you think cosplaying led into that or is it kind of two things existing at the same time that kind of you know form together I would say cosplay came before and I wasn't as serious. And like, I remember during like COVID time, I saw like it um, coming back to life. And I was like, wow, there's like so much competition. I was like, honestly overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know if I really want to go back into it. So I like focused on fitness and then it just all came together. And I was like, you know what? I can do both. And not many people bring it together, but 
except for the anime realm but I kind of like to do multi um, multiverses like with the different fandoms not just stick to anime yeah, I think that was pretty cool do you ever Thank like you. prepare for roles then like specifically with weight training where you know you want to work on certain things to look more like a character or not um the, the beautiful thing about cosplays you don't really have to look exactly like the characters like physique wise I just stick to like what I want to look like and as a little kid I always wanted to like be buff you know strong sexy like I didn't want to be like super like a tiny like I am I gained a lot of like muscle mass like which is what I wanted like since I was 16 so 16 be so happy that I, that I found my love for weightlifting and and a, a better body shape in my opinion I think that's great thank you the um do you what are your favorite cosplays you've done so far Ooh, that's a good good question it's hard to choose um i would say wonder woman i really really like that one the one i did with the sunset and like just collaborating with like new people and continuing to work with them and i just like really love her like look and i like the action shots that i they took in that costume even though it's like totally messed up now um because i've worn it so many times and i sweat <laughs> in it so many times i've worn it at Renfest. <laughs> it's been through a lot but it got its wear yeah so. yeah well we're sitting here two out of three then two of the three people in this chat have done wonder woman yeah um <laughs> i haven't i haven't gone that far yet i might, <laughs> might put it on the list we'll see <laughs> what it. uh do you got future ones you want to do oh hell yeah um let's see i have I had to put some on the back burner because, you know, like with everyone's schedules, it's really hard. And like with the weather, sometimes I like to really shoot outside because it looks better and, you know, natural lighting is best. So I do have another Wonder Woman one coming up in the Amazonian like gold costume oh, yeah. that she has. Oh. Yeah. So I want to do that in like a place where it looks like her homeland. So I haven't decided like which location yet, but I have like a huge production team working on it. We just have to reschedule. Um I'm doing Nurse Joy. I've gotten back into Pokemon. I actually play Pokemon TCG online and in real life. My boyfriend taught me how to play and he collects Japanese, um, the Japanese collection. So that's really cool. Um, I do tournaments for that as well. Um, and then I am going to do the trainer version of Marnie's costume for anime uh, ink convention in Virginia. Oh, so those wow. are my plans. And then I also want to do a shoot with my new puppy so he can join me in my cosplay journey <laughs> i was thinking like gender bender like john wick or something oh. <laughs> even though the dog the has the cosplay dog. being dead no, no 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 before that or like you know brought back to life like you got resurrected oh, or something like i'll okay. make it like my own but i'll still wear like the tux and everything and like maybe slick back my hair <laughs> i'm a big fan i have done way i think most of my cosplays have been gender bending just because oh, yeah it's it tends to be easier and there's a lot of material out there so it's nice to hear other women wanting to be interested in that as well because it's fun and i think it, it makes people a little confused but in a good way <laughs> no and it like gets more people like into like your costume and it's more comfortable too mm -hmm. and like cosplay doesn't always have to be like revealing for women like you know what i mean like not that there's anything wrong with it i just like having both on um each spectrum or whatever but but yeah 
I love gender bender cosplays, even for for males. I think it's funny and it's great. <laughs> yeah, I know some guys who pull off an outfit way better than I would have ever. I'm like, thank you for blessing my eyes because <laughs> I didn't picture that before, and I'm glad I can now. That was really I'm like cool. you can walk better in heels than me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a pair that I will probably have to get the help of Finch if I trip and fall. I have to stay like sturdy next to him because yeah, heels are not my forte, but I took a risk and I am also gonna try to do that me neither um, so i'm glad you're wearing them and not me <laughs> me too <laughs> a tip i can give you is um they have like this numbing spray that you can put like on your feet for a couple of hours so it helps with the heels and then what i did when i did my sailor moon cosplay it still hurt after hours because i didn't bring shoes like an idiot but <laughs> i put like insoles gel insoles inside of like oh. the shoes to make it feel better and i like doubled on the socks so it wouldn't feel as like i would get bunions or whatever Okay, well, I just learned like four different things I could be doing that I was not planning on. So thank you. You're welcome. This is this is actually the the main. This is the the secret. This is the reason we actually started this podcast, is so guests can come on and tell us how to cosplay. Like, yeah, give us true. tips. I still consider myself like a novice cosplayer because, like, I don't really make everything from scratch, but I have like a huge respect for people who do, and I want to get to that point like you like with like armor and like 3d printing like i wanted like delve into that space mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun and it's a rabbit hole it is it is a rabbit hole yeah Find and if you get into that your boyfriend like no longer going to be worried about you using the credit card at a clothing store it's going to be like she bought another printer are you freaking yeah. kidding me Come he's actually on. getting into it he was like he plays valorant so he was like i really want to cosplay as um chamber he has like this really cool gun and i was like i was like yes do it I was like, I want your first cosplay to be awesome. So I was like, make sure you get all the elements down and everything. That's so cool. And Thingiverse is a place to go to with free files. They have like everything. And if you, if they don't, there's other places that do right. or commission. So that's super exciting. So do you think he'll help you if he gets a 3D printer? Do you think you're going to work with him to start making some things like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. And especially now that we have the dog, <laughs> we have more of the reason to do that. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever made armor for a dog? That would be pretty cool. I've seen people do like the Cubone um, helmets <gasps> in a way. Oh yeah, from Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so awesome. But you know the dark part about that? Um, Cubone's like helmet is actually his mom's. Like dead. Really skeleton. depressing. What? Yeah, yeah what? it's actually kind of badass. Yeah, you didn't know that. I was like, what? <laughs> I am never wearing my mom's skull. Like, <laughs> I don't care the circumstance. It's not happening. No, it either needs to be on her neck or underground. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel like that's the logical um, reasoning for not wanting to do it. But I'm, yeah, isn't there like a Pokemon? Um, like that technically is his mom with like, and he's like, I'm trying to remember exactly the. I swear that happened, or maybe I'm remembering as like a fever dream. It's been a while since I got super into Pokemon, but there was like a Pokemon beforehand that had him kind of like in it, and then yeah, after the fact because. I, I feel like I need to Google this now. No, it's okay. Like, there's a lot of lore behind Pokemon, and it's, like, ever-growing. Mm-hmm. And this this would, like... Yeah, that leaves me out of the loop. My knowledge of Pokemon is, like, minimal, other than following my children around when they were playing Pokemon Go a couple summers ago. Uh, you know, and, oh, we gotta go over here. Oh, we gotta go over here. Yeah, that's about as far as my Pokemon knowledge goes. Yeah, I don't play Pokemon Go, but I do understand the appeal. I just like the um the fandom as a whole. I feel like Pikachu is, like japan's mickey mouse mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i feel like i could see that definitely i could see that have you ever been to japan no i want to oh god me too it is like on my list trip. yes 
<laughs> are you originally from Maryland? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Born and raised. Uh, my parents are from the Philippines. I'm the only one here in Maryland. Um, they all live in Vegas. They moved down there um, last summer. Okay. Cool. That's always interesting to find, you know, where people come from and uh, what made them want to move to the United States, your parents? Um, For opportunities and, uh, you know, jobs. And my dad did just went to school like in this area, like went to West Virginia, Maryland. He was like all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. Arnett, with you, you know, um, growing up in Maryland, I'm assuming that you've been to a lot of like the cons in the state. Have you um, ventured out to do other cons and do you plan on doing some more you know maybe a little bit farther away from the east coast or is there anything on your radar oh yeah definitely there's like so so much on my radar now that I follow so many like cosplayers online and have like so many new friends that are in this like community like I see like one like every weekend and I'm like oh my gosh I get FOMO um <laughs> <laughs> but I do I really want to go to San Diego comic-con I know New York comic-con's coming up I really wanted to go there um what else yeah just like any honestly like even if it's like out of state like the next one that I'll be going to is the anime ink con which not really a lot of people know about uh it's like it's just an anime ink convention where like a lot of like tattoo artists come from all over the place and you can go to different booths and vendors with that type of of stuff and cosplay is um isn't required but it'll be there where's that at uh i think it's uh virginia arlington Uh, virginia okay i shouldn't have just like one small space (laughs) (laughs) yeah she just moved to florida and it's like all the good cons are elsewhere okay florida from where um, from Missouri, but before that was oh, Virginia, wow, okay. and before that was Minnesota, and so yeah, I keep hearing like I do miss being in the central U.S. because it made going places easier, even True, though I yeah. couldn't afford to at the time. I was living on intern pay, but now like living in Florida, I'm like we we're gonna be going to um, San Diego. We're gonna go to WonderCon, and it's just like going from one side of the country Ooh. to the other. But I mean, it's it's easily worth it. I am ready to experience some fun stuff, and we're going to the New York City Comic Con as well. So we just planned that before we. Yeah, I just on. saw your stories. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We were on I'll Zoom. Be there con- in spirit. Yeah, we were on Zoom Con like, or we were on Zoom Talk like an hour before this podcast. Like literally buying plane tickets. Like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's quit oh, fucking shit. around. Let's just do it. Yeah, so we're we committed. Do, <laughs> do you guys have cosplay plans for those cons? We do. So right now I'm waiting on a Homelander cosplay and I feel like that might be my standard go-to for the next few Comic-Cons just because I've done all of my cosplays have been almost full armor sets that I've worn to cons and helmets and I'm a low vision person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go well with like bonking into things or tripping yeah. or like I can't see so I had it's to go in there. Oh, yeah. Armor falling off because it's plastic and I'm learning how to, you know, do everything. So I'm going with the fabric based stuff. So I have a rogue cosplay in the works and then a Homelander yes. cosplay in the works um, for me personally. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I can't wait to see. Yeah. <laughs> and if she pulls off the Homelander, I'm I'm 50 uh, 50, whether I'm going to do Billy Butcher or whether I'm just going to do like a carton of milk. Um, both. or maybe it can be billy butcher with like carton of milk yeah. with like homeowner's <laughs> face on it or yeah. something no i'll just have like a fishing pole with like a jug of milk at the end of it and just kind of drag her all the way through come on come on come on you can do oh, it i got something you like oh my god. <laughs> you got milk <laughs> oh my god that'd be so funny get like the milk mustache and be like oh my god 
a cow bikini oh my god <laughs> i'm not wearing that like I've got, i'm you know i'm like the the other side where it's like i don't have a problem with dudes who do but i'm not like <laughs> respectfully i'm gonna pass you know of course maybe you know we had also talked i'd also talk about starting an only fans just so i could afford to go all of these cons so yeah i'll take one for the team you know if wearing a cow bikini idea. gets me enough money to make the san diego comic-con i'll do it that's fine <laughs> <laughs> do it for the cons yeah oh shit just got weird in here um so, <laughs> so uh in terms of uh being a nerd and sort of the fandoms you're into um other than uh you know pokemon and that stuff what other stuff are you into uh i dabble a little bit of anime like i like the ogs like sailor moon i mean like the first time i ever watched it was in a mcdonald's i didn't even want to play because i like saw it on tv and i was like the transformation so i was like i want to be one of them <laughs> you know so um that's one of them i really liked inuasha um what else spawn i really like marvel dc a little bit of everything like there's nothing i don't really like um if you guys haven't watched doom patrol that's a really good dc show that a lot of people don't really watch I it's about seen a, like a bunch of misfits it's kind of like dc's version of x-men in a way okay I mm-hmm. keep getting told to watch it. I just haven't yet. But maybe Shoot, that one just pretty tipped dark. the boat. <laughs> oh, they're all the if better. If you like The Boys and if you like Invincible, like that's like in your alley. <laughs> all right. We'll have to watch it um, at Dragon Con when we're re- getting ready to chill down for the night. I feel like that would be a good way to end the day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Highly mm. recommend. Yes. Mm, I like it so much. That's cool. Um, do you have... Now, let's say, you know, you talked about some of the other cosplays that you want to do. Would you have like an absolute like dream cosplay where like money and everything else was not a barrier to you doing it. You have one that would just be like the ultimate dream. I have a few in mind, but like the one that pops up in my mind, that's always been one of my like huge goals would to be like a gender bender spawn. Mm. That would be super cool. That's like near and dear to my heart. And like, I feel like um, there's not enough like gory, like, women taking on cosplay for that and i think it'd be really cool and like that would be very expensive to put together mm-hmm. with the, all the effects i would want to do with the cape and like the eyes it's just everything with chains yes. and the guns and stuff because there's so many versions of him too mm-hmm. so i think well, that that was, would, that'd be awesome yeah and that was a great thing about the character is that you know you'd have superman who had a cape or batman who had a cape but you had spawn who had a cape that was sentient like it was right. alive so it could be like ridiculously long and not get caught in revolving doors when he tried to go through, right? It's like he it could... had like another life, and yeah. it's like kind of similar to um Doctor Strange cape in a way. Mm-hmm. I was just That's how I that. saw it. Yeah, I yeah. think that could make some for some really cool photo shoots too. Depending on you know the creativity, what you want to go for it, that could be super dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dang it! Now that's all my brain's gonna be thinking about now is like. Yeah, how you do all that, especially just like you said with the chains, too, just like mm-hmm. out there doing their thing. Yeah, it'd be a be very really heavy cool. cosplay, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably have to have like one or two people with me. Yeah, well, that's yeah. always the problem with capes. I feel like whether it's in film or cosplay, you remember like the 70s and 80s, like George Reeves Superman, you know, mm-hmm. where they just had like where it was just like a piece of cloth hanging and it never quite <laughs> looked right. And then we get into the <laughs> 90s, 2000, they try to do like the rubber ones. And they still don't look quite right. And it looks kind of yeah. wonky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the movie 300? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that movie. And I remember um, 
watching an interview with Gerard Butler about that because the, the cloaks that they had in that looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And he said the one downside to it is they weighed like 70 pounds because True. they had to be that dense of a material for it to look that good on camera. And I thought the way man, they move with it, yeah. Yeah, gosh, to try it's like and, a like, weighted blanket on yeah. their shoulders. Like. <laughs> Not comforting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you could wear that to a con, but I feel like you'd be done in an hour. Like, okay, that's like, good. My, my full body workout is done. Yeah. Reach yeah. <laughs> the gym. I have a cape. <laughs> exactly. A weighted cape. <laughs> I feel like that's how most people feel like in like decked out cosplay. Like, especially taking pictures with so many people and it's like hot, it's yeah. like crowded. Mm-hmm. you could have traps that just go on for days if you said like yeah do my superhero workout <laughs> yeah. <Keep> lifts <laughs> 60 reps <laughs> yeah, oh, God. yeah and you're absolutely right like the amount of people i've known um who have done like iron man cosplay where they wear like the full armor and uh yeah they it, it's always interesting the modifications they end up making to that mm-hmm. from con to con to con because they found out like oh i Built the suit, put it on. It felt really good. A couple days later, wore it to a con. Find out that an hour in, it digs into my heat ankles, you know, or it doesn't yeah. breathe, and I can't get it off easy when I'm overheating. And yeah, you Are see some going of those people... pee. That's like yeah. a thing that <laughs> yes. people don't talk about. And you know, Arnett, that reminds me, like as as a female too, trying to go to the bathroom. Like a lot of guys, since it's a majority, like can have people to help them take things off or go in the bathroom. Granted, it gets a little like interesting there, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I've always gone with other men. I'm like. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And they're like, okay. I'm like, ah, shit. I have no one to help me. I'm like holding on to the side here. Like, slowly <laughs> holding on for your life. You're like, help. I'm like, something's going to get wet. I'm going to pee on myself. This is not a good time. Um, So I feel like that's something that, you know, is probably not talked about as often as it should be. And with the cosplay you have in mind, I feel like that would be tough <laughs> i would I just there's... like randomly ask the stranger and just be like hey, can you come in the bathroom with me like oh, tell me <laughs> i think there's a very high probability that that is the first time that subject has ever been broached on a podcast is <laughs> cosplay urination at a con like that's... how do you do it yeah yeah. yeah seriously like especially if it's like an outdoor one that's like really crowded and there's only like porta potties available oh, i don't know God. if that's ever happened to anyone hopefully not but maybe it's like the nicer ones but still like imagine like dipping like one of like your accessories in there by accident oh. yep. <laughs> then just it, off it goes sorry <laughs> yeah straight to the fire. <laughs> adios adios yeah i've never done that i did uh, years and years and years ago i worked for papa john's and i was at a oh, music nice. festival once and they made me put the pizza slice costume on you know, Aww. and it was like 100 degrees and I was dying inside that thing. And it was the same thing. Like, oh, I got to pee. And like, absentmindedly, I just went into the porta potty, shut the door and went like, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's too much pepperoni. Like, how am I supposed to, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's pee pee pepperoni now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, left the uh, left. Uh, that pizza slice left the porta potty with less toppings than it started with. And. <laughs> I think Papa John's gonna be okay. He's got enough money. It's fine. Oh my God, <laughs> that's my yeah. favorite. That's my favorite pizza, by the way, Papa John's. God, yeah. Now I want pizza. Um, <laughs> you know, and it was the same thing with Papa John's. Like when you know, when I worked there, and if anybody, I don't know if either of you have ever worked in a restaurant, but it's like when you work at a restaurant, you get that food, and after all, you get so sick of that food. You know, yes. and so it was like after I got done working there for like ten years, I like didn't want anything to do with it. Now I crave it all the time, and the closest one to us is like forty five minutes away. You oh, know, no. so it becomes like a rare trip. Like, oh, we're gonna go get yeah. Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John's. yeah. <laughs> I understand. 
like, yeah, my spit tastes like Papa John's at this point. Like, I work there, like, <laughs> runs through my blood. So I am Papa John's. Yes. Papa John's. That's the way it was. I, you'd trip down and fall on skin in your knee and just garlic butter would come out. You know, <laughs> oh <my> just like. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's just so addicting. And I love, like, the pepperoncinis that you can just, like, eat with it. Mm-hmm. The best. Yeah. We used to haze new people with those cups of garlic. You know, those garlic butter? You'd set them up on the counter like shots and see who could put 10 down the fastest. Oh, oh, my God. God. That That would not be hazing for me because I I love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'd bathe in it, honestly. I love my garlic butter. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is so cool. That is so cool. Um, What uh, what cons you got up next up on your list? cons yeah um, i know you so said I have the ink um, anime anime ink con i want to go to katsu con like i went to otakon that was my first like big anime con in maryland so i heard like everyone really likes to go to katsu con i think that's in dc or baltimore i don't remember but yeah that one's a slightly smaller than otakon but i really like the anime convention that one's a little bit different from what i'm used to like for regular cons like baltimore or like awesome con like they had like this gaming room which was really sick i got to play like fighting games like i was stuck there for like most of the time there to be honest uh and they had like super smash like all these old like arcade games it was like super cool so i like when cons are like very interactive like with guests it's not just like panels and forums and cosplay it's like more than that i think it's nice too because i a lot of the people in the cosplay community are either on the spectrum or do have some sensory um difficulties and i i really like that when cons can provide a space it's be an overwhelming day or social anxiety everything mm-hmm. um, yes. to give a chance to just take a break exactly they had that they had, that's interesting you put it that way i'd never thought of that angle of it before um because they had that at c2e2 when i was there and oh, in the okay. past they'd have like a little bit of gaming area like a little like you know, blocked off area that would have like some computers set up for people to PC game. But this time they have nice. like a whole line of them, like everything from Dance Dance Revolution to old school yes. arcade games to Xboxes. And it was a huge area. And I thought to myself, like, oh, that's really cool. They're really up in, but there weren't, and it was all free and there weren't any big advertisements mm-hmm. like, you know, provided by Xbox or provided by PlayStation. Yeah. But it didn't occur to me until just now what you were saying, Kayla, that there could be actually like a, there's that all like a semi mental health side to that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not everyone. Yeah, functions on a the level of being able to take all that in. I I would say the majority of people don't, um, mm-hmm. and that leads to a lot of fatigue and tiredness, and you know, hard time doing it the next day. So I think it. I wish I could see more things like that. I know they do have stuff like that at like Pride festivals too. Um, so it'd be good to see it more in the Comic Con community. Mm. I agree. I bet we will. Probably makes sense from the money making aspect too. Like if you can give people mm-hmm. a place to go and decompress for a while. A, they're more likely to stay at the con longer. B, they're more likely to come back the next day. So we can charge them. advertise bigger games. Yeah. (laughs) They can come back tomorrow. We can charge them 15 bucks for another slice of pizza again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like the food there is like always so expensive. It's like, oh, one hot dog, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. A drink, five. (laughs) Yeah. And it goes for the same for all the restaurants around the area too. Like I swear they jack up their prices the weekend at Comic-Con. Like, oh, we're going to get these guys. Like as we're saying this, when we were staying at the hotel in C2E2, we ordered Papa John's. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, and it was just me and my wife. And I'm, like, and I'm like, how in the name of God was this 50 bucks for two of us? Like, is this, I mean, I know inflation's um, crazy, but. Ooh, Not that wow. crazy. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. You have a lot of fun plans, you know, coming up and everything like that. So it makes me kind of want to dive back a little bit too and ask you, like when it comes to the how you got your start, we talked a little bit about how your family mm-hmm. played an influence 
Um, what was your first big Comic-Con where you felt like your presence was really established and we were taking kind of moves towards like growing your your personality and your your presence on social media? Wow, I really like that question. <laughs> um, let's see. I would probably say like this past convention because I did take like a a major break in between conventions, like well be- due to COVID and then like due to like other priorities in life like finding a like full-time job at the time like I I couldn't really like juggle all that so I would say like Otakon because I was asked to be like the the punk Sailor Moon version and I only had like a couple weeks to prepare and like I had a friend that I met from Renfest who asked me to be in place of like their original person because she couldn't go anymore for whatever reason so like I like helped and like we like came together and like made this entire outfit and with like the limited time and like resources that we had like due to the fact that we both have full-time jobs like I have uh like gym priorities and like other things going on as well like it turned out like super awesome I got a lot of great feedback from people like there was not one time where like I didn't get asked to take a picture or like or like a video or something so in that point of time I was like well like this is what I want to continue doing and the next time like have more of like a long-term goal to like focus on a cosplay like for a longer period of time and not like stress like under like pressure so if I can do that in like a small amount of time like imagine what I can do for a longer period of time with more preparation involved great it sounds like it's gonna be really promising for you moving forward to kind of having that established now and seeing what works for you with your schedule and with the gym and all those things that are kind of factoring into Mm -hmm. it I like it. I'm to look forward to. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing, I don't even remember um, how it is you originally popped up on my radar because I'm just like one of those people, like, I just follow a crap ton of cosplayers. And, like, one day you just popped up and I'm like, oh, this. And and I love the fact that your cosplay um, has a very original feel to it. It has a very sort of like uh, unique appearance. I mean, it looks phenomenal. I mean, just like you said, the the photo shoot that was done with Wonder Woman is just, I mean, it looks absolutely incredible. So yeah, definitely excited to see uh, what else you got coming. Thank you so much. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm like really detailed when it comes to like planning my shoots. Like I have like mood boards and all this stuff. (laughs) And like, I usually have meetings like with my photographers and I make sure like everything is detailed like everything's to the t like i'm like this is what my hair and makeup's gonna look like this is these are the outfits these are the props like i just like lay everything out so hopefully in the future like i can provide like resources for people who want to start cosplay or like be more professional with their shoots um in their journey as well so so you're fully in charge of that whole situation because normally what you hear people is they say they're cosplayers and a photographer contacts them and says okay, we'll come here at this time. We'll do this lighting. Okay, pose here, pose there. But not you. You got the bull by the horns on the thing. <laughs> I mean, I do like to take control of like the creative um direction, but I do like to collaborate and make sure like both sides are like, um you know, talked about and like what they want is what I want. So yeah, it's just like a lot of back and forth, but it's worth it because in the, in the end, it like comes out incredible and like you have more things to work on. Mm-hmm. Agree. You can kind of set your expectations and find the people who can meet them. Exactly. I like that. I love it a bunch. All right. Well, we are uh, we're getting up against the clock. Um, anything you want to say to folks on your way out? Um. So, if you want to see more of my cosplay and like my bodybuilding journey, and then maybe some Pokemon related things, you can go to my website at. 
Um, it's Popple so it's P-O-P-M-E dot co slash uh, Arnett Figueroa, which has all my platforms and my affiliate links. And then, yeah, my username is FigLeBuff. Where'd that name come from? I got to ask, like just... <laughs> so this is like recent actually so i was originally known as figgy smalls for a couple of years <laughs> that's awesome that's so awesome my last name is figueroa of course and yeah like, like fig the fruit so I, I really like wordplay and like puns and stuff like i'm pretty cheesy um like papa john's pizza but <laughs> <laughs> i decided to rebrand myself so it's like oh nerdy stuff and fitness and I recently got back into Pokemon, so I was like, fuck it. Like, I uh, joined tournaments, so I had to make a username. So I was like, what can I come up with that's, like, punny and that will make sense and people will know? So I was like, I'll do Figglybuff, like, Jigglypuff, because I'm kind of like that character as well. So <laughs> I just, like, put my name, and I instead of Puff, I put Buff. <laughs> what a fun character to be, too. I feel like I like that personality, and I, I love to see it. <laughs> Thank you. And, I, and, and that character loves to sing like me. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we want to, I, I know we both want to thank you uh, so very much taking the time to talk to us. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're excited to see where you go and definitely look forward to following you here in the future. Thank you so much for having me for your first ever podcast with your new show. Thank you. Thank you for taking some time out to meet with us too. And, you know, we are looking forward to kind of sharing this with everyone. Um, and, you know, having you start off this journey will be really exciting for everybody. Yay. <laughs> thank you guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much.